Hi, this is Lucia with The Art of Love. I'm a dating and relationship expert specializing in helping you get your ex back. And welcome back, No Contact Army. Have you been a good little soldier or a bad little soldier? And if you too would like to enlist in the No Contact Army, it's very easy. All you have to do is hit the subscribe button. And if you would like to read the No Contact Army manual, just go to nocontactsecrets.com. The link is below where you can read two free chapters before purchasing the book. So as you can tell from the title, I have a super success story this week. It's about someone who was broken up, did no contact, and now they're engaged. So it's a long story. <laughs> Sit back, enjoy, get some popcorn. Let's get started. I was angry and texted a million messages. So that tells me right away that she has an anxious attachment style. I felt so hurt and mad. I broke up with him after we drifted apart from me, after he drifted apart from me because of lots of fights and disagreements. And then I freaked out and wanted him back. So this is what happens when you're anxious, when you don't think things through, when you let your anxiety make your decisions, when you make your decisions impulsively at the spur of the moment. It's like, all right, it's over. And then they go, okay, fine. And then you want them back. Now what? But then I started no contact. It was so freaking hard. It felt like I was going to die or somebody died. But I was strong. I really wanted to move on. I had to be strong or make a damn joke out of myself. Well, you kind of already did that with the million text messages, but you can always try and recuperate. I started thinking of all the bad things he did to me after I remembered the good and cried a whole lot. Each time it got a tiny bit easier, I still missed him and loved him. I told myself, if I really love him, I'll never really lose him as a person, even if we're not together. I just need to give life time and deal with the strong emotions somehow. I dated, had rebounds. Sometimes it was even harder because I didn't feel ready. I started thinking about a new job, fixed my hair, makeup, and nails. Nails are important. <laughs> Felt good about myself and got skinny because I was down. But that was the good part of being down. Then I started meeting with artistic people and created things, posted some on Facebook, got many likes, because I never used to do that. I acted different than my old self. It was refreshing. So as you can see, she's working on herself during no contact. She's not just sitting around. She's trying to drum things up, change things, and make herself feel better. At some point, I felt this powerful rush and peace. One night I thought of him with so much love and said, as if he heard me, that I wished him really all the best and thanked him for the good things and I was releasing him. I had this strange feeling of change. I wonder if that's when everything turned around. Something I couldn't explain for days afterwards. I made sure to stay in touch with his family because I cared about them, but I never spoke a word about him when we spoke. I just said that I moved on and things were looking up. Then he made contact I wanted to sleep together. Ugh. I said, okay. Double ugh. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. If you've been listening to my videos, you know that they need to escalate and put in effort. And then you need to ask them six questions. You don't just have them say, do you want to sleep together? You want to have sex? Okay, let's, sure. Let's do it. But luckily she didn't, as you, you're going to find out. She said, uh, then I freaked out. I told him I'm so sorry when he was excited and on the way over. Ah! <laughs> Pretty much the worst thing you can, do, you can do to a guy. But I had an important job meeting I forgot about 
and it's my new job, so I gotta go. I sat at the next street in the car, kicking myself because I wanted to see him so badly, but I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> Later on that night, he left my favorite snacks on my car's windshield. Then he wanted to meet again. I said something that was not like me. I scheduled him for the next week. Nice. He didn't understand why so long. I was being nice but short, as if everything was normal. When we met each other, it was at the beach. I wanted a free place, wind and water. That's a great idea. I dressed beautiful, but not too much, but different than usual. He didn't even recognize me. Well, yeah, because you lost the weight. He wanted to come back so bad. I was already at the point that I was afraid to lose my freedom. So isn't that interesting? She went from being in this relationship, being so afraid to lose it, freaking out. Then she did no contact, worked on herself, and now she didn't want to lose her freedom. Anyways, after he thought about it for a while, we got back together and we've been together almost a year. Okay, so it's not like they just got back together. And he asked me to marry him. Now I have some more. And then we, So that was the comment she left on YouTube and... I asked her some more questions, so I'm going to talk more about her behavior and what led to the breakup and all that, because you would think that because she freaked out so much at the beginning of the breakup and the fact that she broke up with him, that, um, you know, there was not a good chance that they were going to get back together. But obviously they did. So let me continue on. I surprised myself with the way I handled the breakup since I was one of those people that would cling and want to die and get super depressed after a breakup. I was not taking breakups in a healthy and normal way. I didn't know how to handle the overwhelming feelings of grief and would chase guys and humiliate myself or get angry until I completely chased them away. So this is someone who has not learned how to handle their overwhelming feelings and how to self-soothe. And that is most people's problem. This is why they freak out after a breakup because they don't know how to deal with it. Usually it's people with an anxious attachment style. An avoidant they may freak out at home, but they will never send a million messages. So you need to know what works for you to soothe yourself in any situation, not even breakups, because there's always going to be things that are going to be upsetting. So whether it's running, working out, listening to music, going for long, long, long walks, uh, talking to friends, whatever, you have to know what works for you and do it in a healthy way because the people that do it in an unhealthy way, those are the ones who are turning to drugs and alcohol and sleeping around, which really doesn't solve the problem. And you never really learn to self-soothe because then you're always dependent on a drug or a drink or a person. She said, I'm a single mom of six. Um, I'm a single mom to a six-year-old, <laughs> not of six, whoa. Uh, amazing autistic girl. During the first quarantine, she stayed home for a while and he drove her insane and me too, but he was allowed to work. We lived together. We didn't have time for the relationship and bonding. And on top of that, his mom got sick and lived abroad so he couldn't fly to see her. And since he was so attached to her, it drove him insane. Stress got worse between us. No sex. We would get into ego wars and pride. Slowly and surely, we drifted apart. We hurt each other with words. So these are two people who don't know how to fight. So that's another issue. It's like someone needs to be the adult. Someone needs to know how to quote unquote fight in a relationship. And you can't get into these ego wars and pride. You have to just listen. We're in this together. We're not fighting each other. We're fighting the circumstance. You know, you're upset about this. You're, I'm upset about this. Let's work together. So this is, again, where people need to be able to learn to self-soothe. 
And if he wasn't able to do that and he was upset about not being able to travel, then he would take it out on her and then she would lash back. And as you can see, it led to the breakup. So this is about learning how to deal with your issues when you're living with another person, when you're in a relationship. And if you need space, then you say, okay, I need space. Now, obviously they were living together, so it was kind of hard to have space. She said, to be honest, I never thought this relationship could be saved. We're still working on mending things in couples counseling. I'm so glad you are in couples counseling. <laughs> Hopefully you can learn how to fight fair. Since there's a lot of hurt under the surface, though things are completely different between us, it's night and day in comparison to before the breakup. Both of us, both of us did a lot of soul searching. I had a problem that he wanted to come back after I got stronger and not when I was down and asked for another chance before I started the no breakup. Okay, well, you know what? You got to stop that no one is going to take you back right after the breakup, okay? It's not like he's the only guy that has done that or the only person. Everyone is like that. You break up with them, a lot of times they're not going to want to get back with you right after the breakup, especially if there's been a lot of arguing. So I would suggest you let that go, okay? He's not, you can't blame him for that. Nobody wants to get back with someone they're constantly fighting with. Um, I love him, but don't want to rush things after the trust got broken, even though he's completely different now. He said a lot of, he had a lot of time to think when he thought he lost me when we didn't talk for so long. See, so that's where the no contact comes in. You're not reaching out. They think you're gone. They think they've lost you for good. And that's when they realize what you are worth to them. He realized how important I was to him. He even told me to date other guys at some point. See, so again, you can't go by what someone says. If someone says, oh, I never want to see you again. I'm never going to talk to you again. Go date other people. People say all kinds of things, you know, just ignore them. Um, okay. And he said he wanted me back when he realized I moved on. Yep, that's usually when they want you back. During the breakup when I dated, it was hard, but I realized I had so much to offer. I really built up my self-esteem to a healthy level. Plus, I saw and experienced for the first time a breakup that I didn't try to kill myself over. And unfortunately, I think she means that literally with her anxious attachment style. But I saw it sucks big time to break up, but one stays alive. Yes, they sure do. And what kept me going was telling myself that we're never really alone. It's all an illusion. And so many people are out there who want and need love just like I did. All right. And then finally, in closing, it was a real hard spiritual process. Looking back, of course, I'm not happy with some of the pain that was caused, a dent in my trust. Plus, I already had trust issues in my background. But this breakup was a good thing because it made us stronger and changes for the better. That's right. You know, not all breakups are bad. If you can come back stronger and better than ever, then why not? Sometimes that's what you need. I know now I'm much stronger than I gave myself credit. And I'm not afraid to lose again. Of course, I don't want it to happen and it'll still hurt, but it's different because now I know how strong I can be and that I'll be okay. It makes a big difference in how I carry myself throughout the relationship. So, you know, it's about you and your thoughts on, will I be able to handle the breakup? That's why people freak out because they think that they can't handle a breakup. And if they know they can, then they're going to carry themselves in a less anxious way in a relationship, which will, of course, make the relationship stronger because the person isn't as anxious. So 
just some things I want to point out here that this is about, you know, if you have an anxious attachment style, it's best if you deal with it sooner rather than later, because otherwise it's going to lead you to a lot of emotional pain and hold, trying to hold on to things and making a fool of yourself like she did at the beginning. And most people do not want to be with someone who's anxious. In fact, like nobody wants to be with someone who's anxious and avoidance definitely do not want to be with someone who has an anxious attachment style. It's really painful to constantly be anxious about what's going to happen. Those are my most difficult clients that I have, my coaching clients. And I can usually tell because they're the ones who send the long emails or the, like the long comments like this woman did originally when I found her. So if you do have an anxious attachment style, yes, you can get your ex back, but you do need to work on yourself to make things better for you and your partner and your future relationships if you get another partner. Okay, so if you would like my help personally, you can contact me at theartoflove.net to get the coaching rates. The direct link is below. If you're listening on YouTube, remember to like, subscribe, and share. If you're listening on iTunes, I would appreciate if you would rate and review the podcast. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.